The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. I'm your host, Adam Spees. And today we are continuing our quarterfinals in our 2023 patron tournament. In one corner, he's unhinged and will stomp you down with his trivial knowledge. It's barbaric Eric Eid. Eric, welcome back to the show and remind the folks a little bit about you. Hi, uh, I'm Eric. I'm from not Canada, Buffalo, New Same York. Same thing. Same um, thing. I'm never, I'm never, never letting this go. Um, but I do, I did just get a recent like Canadian flag tattooed on me. So I guess that could be a little confusing. So, but anyway, um, uh, so yeah, no, uh, I'm happy to be back and uh, a little nervous coming off the, the worst and best week of my life. So it's kind of, you know. A lot of stress and then but finish it off with being in a wedding of somebody i don't really know that well so oh, it was kind of weird okay. all right were you a wedding crasher no i was actually in the wedding i was ring security <laughs> it was uh my wife's co-worker i said it as a joke about a year ago and she said sure still thinking it was a joke but no i was on the website and everything i walked <laughs> did, on the aisle did I got you a have suit. to have hey, like an earpiece a... and like sunglasses and stuff i had yeah. sunglasses on i was passing stuff out i popped up out of the crowd it was just <laughs> okay you know it was it was good stuff sounds like fun in the other corner he'll leave you needing a gurney as you lie bleeding in the moonlight it's cheyenne the stretcher fletcher cheyenne welcome back to the show remind the folks at home a little bit about you uh, yeah i'm in so also Oklahoma. not canada i just <laughs> Very close. Yeah, it's not Canada. No. <laughs> yes. Um, and I recently got three birds and I have mayo in my house. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you're, you're growing. I can see you're growing I, as a human being I, right I, now. I've got two things <laughs> of mayo. Like we've got backup now. <laughs> Which, uh, what, what brand are you? Oh, John, I hope that's not your question, John. Was that your, what, what mayo brand are you? I hope no, not. No, it was not my question. <laughs> no, uh, I've got Dukes, which is my I'm favorite, a Dukes. I, but also, yeah. I've got the squeezable Hellman's just for something quick if I need so it. So for throwing this out there, because I've been trying to eat less sugar in general, and there's sugar in everything. Everybody knows this. Dukes, no sugar in Dukes. And so you know what? Big old really? thumbs up for that. Yes, everyone else has some sugar in it in some form. Not in Dukes. I just had my first try of Cupy mayonnaise yesterday, which is Never delicious. heard of it? Okay. Oh, it's Japanese. Let's keep talking about mayonnaise it's, for it's 20 sugar. more minutes. Uh, so yeah, it used to be Hellman's, but... <laughs> all right. Well, with uh, all that mayo talk, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants 
but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know Cheyenne Eric just a little bit better. And I want to know, what is your favorite sports movie? That is... This is... Come on. Like, this is a really tough question. Way too hard for... for, uh, I'm going to say something wrong. I... Okay, favorite sports match. All right, this isn't I, my real answer, but I'm giving it anyway just because of the season that we're in. I know this is going to come out in a couple weeks, so it's, it's not that season anymore. But we just had the NFL draft, and that is my kryptonite more than anything in kryptonite, the world. Kryptonite, um, yeah, mo- yeah, sorry. <laughs> if I go crazy. The movie is... I can keep going. Please, please don't. The movie is 100% trash, but I love it just because it's based around the NFL draft, oh, um, God, and no. it's a running theme I have. It's my favorite Favorite Kevin Costner baseball movie is the NFL Draft. So it's, uh, yeah, I love that movie. Draft Day or whatever they call it. Draft, Draft Day. Day. Yeah. What, I don't even know what it's called. It's that bad, but I love it. It is really bad. Uh, I, you know, this, this is such a broad thing. Um, I'm going to go with the Sandlot just because it's so much fun. Uh, all right. Well, this is going to be an easy pick for me uh, because... <laughs> I've not seen one of the movies. Uh, I don't even know what draft day is. Uh, but Sandlot will always have a, a place in my heart. So, Cheyenne, you get to pick first in round one. Uh, was it Chad? Did Chadwick Boseman play the linebacker that they... He did. Yeah, he did. that's right. All right, where are we starting, Cheyenne? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm always so bad at all these. Let's start with sports. There you go. Take it away from the bench warmer. And we're starting in the 80s. On June 8, 1982, what Oiler became the first player to win the NHL MVP award by a unanimous vote? Uh, 82, mm-hmm. Oiler, mm-hmm. NHL, Gretzky? Wayne Gretzky is correct. Okay. All right, off to a good start. I even, I even stole his country's <laughs> <You> did. sport <laughs> from him. <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows that I'm not a big fan of Gretzky. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, all right, Eric, your choice. Uh, toys and games, please. All right. And we're going way back to the 50s. What board game, invented by French film director Albert Lamoris, was originally released in 1957 as, <laughs> I'm going to butcher this, La Conquête du Monde? Risk. Risk is correct. That was going to be my wild, ass, my wild guess. Maybe he's actually French-Canadian. <laughs> All right, back to Cheyenne. What category would you like? Let's go food. All right. Food, and it's the 60s. Onion dip was wildly popular in the 1960s, especially a recipe that called for the addition of what company's onion soup mix? At least it didn't call for tea. Lipton? Lipton is correct. Thanks for that. Like, I was already going towards Lipton, but then that little last part, I was like, okay, this confirms it. We like to be helpful. Here on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Ead. Uh, since you're hosting John and our, your music questions all, always seem to go my way, we're going to go music. All right. Feel the burn on that one. It's the 2000s. Complete the title of this 2001 Nelly Furtado track. I'm like a... Wait, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> it was so short. <laughs> Complete the title. I just want to make sure I got it. Complete the title of this 2001 Nelly Furtado track. I'm like a blank. A bird. 
bird, bird is correct. <laughs> I'll only fly away. And it indeed went your way. Uh, all right, back to Mr. Cheyenne. Uh, movies. He says confidently. Yes. <laughs> it's the 90s. In the 1993 film Rookie of the Year, when an accident miraculously gives a boy incredibly powerful pitching arm, he becomes a major league pitcher for the Chicago Cubs. It's the only feature film directing effort by what actor who also appears in the film. Wow. Okay. Can I change categories? <laughs> uh, I think that God, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, uh, Timothy Busfield. Timothy Busfield is incorrect. Eric, can you steal? Uh, he's my favorite character in the movie. Uh, he plays Brickma. It's Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern is correct. Cheyenne, I think you were thinking of Little Big League. Timothy Busfield. Yeah, I know. One. That's why I was like, ugh. All right, Eric, you got the steal, and you get to pick your next category left. We've got TV, news and politics, fashion, literature, and slang. TV. Okay. And it's the 80s. In what 1989 miniseries, starring Robert Duvall and Tommy Lee Jones, do two former Texas Rangers renew their spirit of adventure as they and several other residents of a small Texas town join a cattle drive to the Montana Territory? I don't want to underthink it. Uh, Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove is correct. And we are back to Mr. What Fletcher. Year, what What decade was that? Again? 80s. We should just go ahead and do literature and just cross our fingers that it's not comic books. <laughs> All right, literature coming Even at you. Even though I've been listening to comics under, what is it, undercover, underground? Comics, comics underground. What's the name of Underground. underground yeah and i feel like that's not going to help me with any actual <laughs> trivia because they're all so obscure fair enough uh, it it's the 90s the 1997 novel the god of what what being what i'm looking for by arundati roy is a story about the childhood experiences of fraternal twins whose lives are destroyed by the love laws prevalent in 1960s india I wonder if that's all of what Blink-182 was singing about. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm being way too silent for being on a <laughs> podcast. Uh, the God of the Small Things. The God of Small Things is correct. No way without that hint, for <laughs> sure. You never know. Some people are readers. Well, no, it was another one that I was like, I was kind of going there, but then like that really, like I was just trying to make sure I got the right words. All right. Eric, which one do you want? Oh, geez. News and politics. Alrighty. And your decade is the 2000s. Put into circulation in 2002 as the old currencies were phased out, only three countries of the then 15 member states decided not to adopt the euro as their, country, as their currency. The United Kingdom, Denmark, and what other country located on the Scandinavian Peninsula? Uh, read that one more time. Sure. Put into circulation in 2002 as the old currencies were phased out, only three countries of the then 15 member states decided not to adopt the euro as their currency. The United Kingdom, Denmark, and what other country located on the Scandinavian Peninsula? 50-50 shot, so I don't even want to... Do I leave it to him? Because if I say one, then he gets the... Oh, crap. Um, Norway. Norway is incorrect and it's also incorrect that's 50 50 because there's three countries yeah there. yeah yeah there's three <laughs> well, so. yeah but <laughs> now it's 50 50 but isn't oh, never mind 
Um, let's go with Sweden. Sweden is correct. Okay. But was it what? What are the three countries now that I'm saying it's Denmark, Finland, uh, Finland. Norway? Oh, Finland. Finland. Too. Oh, there yeah. it is. All right. All right, Cheyenne, you got the steal, and we've got fashion and food, or no, fashion and slang left. Slang, I guess. <laughs> All right. And I guess your decade is going to be the 60s. Oh, thanks. All right, and we have a question from Dustin Resch. Thank you, Dustin. Uh, no, thank you, Dustin. In 1968, the band Fraternity of Man had a surprise hit with a song called Don't Blank Me. The word in question coming from an actor's name and referring to hogging a joint all to oneself. Oh, okay. God, God, that drives me crazy because I know that I was like, I know this. I just can't. Bogart. <laughs> Bogart is correct. Yeah, I was like, I, I know this. <laughs> all right, and that leaves fashion for Eric. And his decade will be the 2000s. What company's succulent sweatsuit? cost $155 when it launched in 2001. Read that one more time. What company's succulent sweatsuit cost $155 when it launched in 2001? Is that Couture? Juicy Couture, I think? Juicy Couture is correct. Good job. That's like, I was like, oh, it's got to be something with watery, kind (laughs) of. No, it's just made from uh, cacti, the entire thing. (laughs) I know. Like, if he <laughs> hadn't just, if Juice Couture was not right, I was going to guess, like, cactus? Is there a cactus something? <laughs> all right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? Uh, with uh, getting all their questions and then one steal each, we are tied 50 to 50 at the end of round one. All right. Well, Cheyenne got to pick first in round one, so Eric, you're going to pick for Cheyenne to start round two. What category would you like to give him? Uh, fashion, please. Okay. I mean, I could have done that for him. (laughs) (laughs) We're going way back to the 50s. What French designer's philosophy was, quote, simplicity, good taste, and grooming are the three three fundamentals of good dressing, end quote. French, 1950s. I don't know. There's no reason to really put a lot of time into this. Uh, Let's go with Dior. Christian Dior is correct. Okay. Nice. All right. Now, what category would you like to give to Eric? Yes, we'll give him slang. Start working backwards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the 70s, our first 70s question of the day. If you've ever felt remorse over something you did or didn't do, courtesy of somebody else's shaming you, you've had this laid upon you. The Oxford English Dictionary dates the phrase back to 1972's Any Minute I Can Split, a novel by Judith Rosner. This is slang, not literature, right? All right, cool. Just mm-hmm. checking. Um, See, the great thing about slang is it can come from pretty much any one of these categories. Mm-hmm. Let me read that one more time. Mm-hmm. If you've ever felt remorse over something you did or didn't do, courtesy of someone else's shaming, you've had this laid upon you. The Oxford English Dictionary dates the phrase back to 1972's Any Minute I Can Split, a novel by Judith Rosner. I have no idea. I don't even have a guess. Um, I, I'm going to pass. I have nothing. All right, Cheyenne, can you steal? I don't think so. Can I hear it one more time? <laughs> sure. If you've ever felt remorse over something you did or didn't do, courtesy of somebody else's shaming, you've had this laid upon you. 
The Oxford English Dictionary dates the phrase back to 1972's Any Minute I Can Split, a novel by Judith Rosner. A rock. A rock is incorrect. The correct answer is guilt trip. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Just blank stares. Uh, What you going to do? All right. Uh, Eric, I think you're picking for Cheyenne. Uh, Literature, please. All right. Coming at you again, and it's the 50s. Thanks. What 1955 psychological thriller novel by Patricia Highsmith is about a young underachiever who is sent to Italy to retrieve a spoiled millionaire playboy, but takes extreme measures when his errand fails? A film adaptation starring Matt Damon was made in 1999. Matt Damon. Can you all see this? Mm Mm-hmm. The talented Mr. Ripley. (laughs) The talented Mr. Ripley is correct. I literally just have it written down on a piece of paper next to me. All right. What category do you want to give to Eric? Um, Give to Eric. I know he's he's so good in so many categories. This is really hard. And he already said he likes your music. I know he picks toys and games all the time. Let's try TV. Okay. And his TV will be from the 50s. Starting in 1958, Hugh Downs hosted what game show whose title means exclusive attention or focus to one object? Is that concentration? Concentration is correct. Nice. All right. What do you want to give to Cheyenne? Uh, News and politics. Right. And it is the 80s. What operating system was first released to manufacturing in the United States on November 20th, 1985? Windows. Windows is correct. All right. What do you want to give to Eric? Left, we've got movies, music, toys and games, sports, and food. We'll give him food. Just don't make it be a question about what that that garbage plate thing or whatever they call it is. (laughs) That's not from here. <laughs> he likes maple syrup. I know his people love maple syrup. Uh, it's the 2000s. What typical breakfast item found its way into all sorts of items in the 2000s, including cupcakes, chocolate bars, and even lip balms? Bacon? Bacon is correct. Yeah. That was everywhere. I think it still is. Yeah. Sure. It is in my house. All right, Eric, what do you want to give to Cheyenne? Uh, music. Okay. And it's the 90s. What 90s group included members Robert Diggs, Gary Grice, Clifford Smith Jr., Corey Woods, Dennis Coles, Jason Hunter, Lamont Hawkins, Jamel Irif, and Russell Jones? Can I, I'm not going to ask you to repeat all those. Can you tell me if that was nine or ten names? I will repeat the question. Okay, I'll just go. It's got to be Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang Clan is correct. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be. All right, what uh, What do you want to give to I Eric? think Clifford Smith is Method Man, isn't it? I think, uh, I think so. I didn't write down yeah. all of their names, but or all their pseudonyms. Yeah, I was just curious if Capadonna was added or not. All right, what do you want to give to Eric? Oh, yeah, I have to pick. It's not fair that he loves toys and games, and he's on a sports I guess I'll go movies, just because. It's the 70s. 
All right, and we have a question from Brian Nash. Thank you, Brian. What name is shared by a villain who appeared in a 1977 and 79 James Bond film, or films, and is the title of a 1975 Oscar-winning film? Read that one more time. Sure. What is the name shared by a villain who appeared in 1977 and 1979 James Bond films and is the title of a 1975 Oscar-winning film? James Bond movie villains. I am so bad at this. Hold on. I don't even know if this is a villain or not. I'm going to go Earthquake. Earthquake is incorrect. Cheyenne, can you steal? Okay, I don't know what it won an Oscar for, but is this Jaws? Jaws is correct. Oh my god, I I, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cheyenne got the steal. Now, Eric, you got to give him a category. Sports. Yeah. All right. Sports for Cheyenne, and it is the 90s. And we have a question from Bing Cow. Thank you, Bing. The Dodgers had five consecutive Rookie of the Year winners in the 1990s. The first four were Eric Karros, Mike Piazza, Raul Mondesi, and Hideo Nomo. Who was the fifth who won the award in 1996? Can you say the names again? Just so I can... Karros? Eric Karros, Mike Piazza, Raul Mondesi, Hideo Nomo. And did you say... What was last year? Did you say a year? Who was the fifth who won the award in 1996? Okay. God, this should be a slam dunk, and I don't know why I can't think of it. That's the wrong sport. <laughs> I'm a Giants fan, so I, I shouldn't, you know, I'm using that as an excuse because I hate the Dodgers. It's not going to come. I'll just pass it over. There's no reason to waste time. Oops. All right, Eric, can you steal? It's Todd Hollinsworth. Todd Hollinsworth is correct. Okay. Good job. That Yeah, I could have sat here for a year and a half. <laughs> All right. Looks like we just got toys and games left for Mr. Eric. We do. we do. And that decade is the 70s. What 1976 game, co-designed by Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, and two others, begins with eight rows of bricks with two rows each of a different color? Using a single ball, the player must knock down as many bricks as possible using the walls and or the paddle below to hit the ball against the bricks and eliminate them. I said bricks like eight times in that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's breakout. Breakout is correct. So I was confused that with Arkanoid because isn't that like, yeah. basically the same it's, thing? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Ar- Arkanoid was just better. <laughs> All right, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score going into the final round? All right, there was only one missed question the entire time, uh, but we have got us a very close match, a very exciting one. Cheyenne is currently in the lead with one hundo. Eric Ede has ninety. All right, well, let's find out what questions are going into the final round. Cheyenne, since you were in the lead, what category would you like to put in first? I mean, just to make it fun. and ho- No, I'm scared. Yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> Literature. <laughs> no, I'm scared. Ah, what's it going to be? It's going to be from the 60s. All right, and Eric. I hate that you just did that. Um, uh, <laughs> sports. All right. It's kind of typical Eric fashion. Toys and games all the way for his number one until the end. He picks sports, and it is also from... No, 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 sorry. The last one was the 60s. This one's the 70s. All right. So, based on 60s literature and 70s sports, go ahead and write down your bids. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. All right. All right. Here is your 60s literature question. 
1962, Marvel's Amazing Fantasy number 15 gave us the first appearance of what character who started his own amazing run the next year? My thoughts about you right now, John. <laughs> I, I'm glad this is a family podcast and I can keep them to myself. <laughs> and your 70s sports question. What 1972 team who finished 17-0 and and won the Super Bowl over the Washington Redskins has remained the only NFL team to complete an entire season undefeated? Well, our contestants are thinking about their answers. I am going to tell everyone out there, go check out... No, let's throw out People Don't Forget. Scott threw out a, a semi-recent episode not too long ago, and we do love us some Scott Grimes on this podcast, of course, because he uh, is on the network and, and podcast with multiple people who are on here. He's obviously a bench warmer with Eric, but he's also uh, part of the family of the BFOP network. And so check out People Don't Forget, where you're going to get some fantastic nostalgia podcasting. All right. I, I, I can't believe I did that to myself. Like, like I... I <laughs> Literature you, 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 know, you know how we do questions. <laughs> I know, now. I know. I did it to myself. All right, are you good then? Yeah, I'm good. All right, well, let's find out what you put. Mr. Eid, since you were behind, what were your answers to the questions? Uh, the sports questions, the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, sorry. And uh, the literature question is uh, Spider-Man. And Cheyenne. I so hope he's right. <laughs> Yeah, I put the Dolphins in Spider-Man. All right, well, let's find out. In 60s literature, 1962, Marvel's Amazing Fantasy number 15 gave us the first appearance of Spider-Man. And... Man, like, like the amazing in the run at the end there, I was like, is the run Flash maybe? Or the amazing is that Spider-Man? I was like 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> Flash is not Marvel, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it's a comic book. <laughs> And the 70s sports question, the 1972 team that finished 17-0 was the Miami Dolphins. So both people are going to be getting their bids. Let's find out how they did. Eric, how much did you bid? All of it. All right. And Cheyenne? 81. All right, Adam, do your math. Let us know what the final score was. All right, just eking it out, but it was a fantastic game. Our winner and continuing on is Cheyenne Fletcher with 181 points. To former champ Eric Eads, 180. You had to dig that former in there, didn't you? I, I really <laughs> twist the knife. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Well, Cheyenne, congratulations. Uh, you will be moving on. Adam, who can he expect to play? Yes, uh, Cheyenne will be taking on Matt Coleman, who took down Josh Wenrick in the previous quarterfinals matchup. So this is going to be a real exciting game here. Uh, all right. And I think I think Josh took me down last tournament. Uh, Eric, I'm sorry and honestly surprised to see you go, um, but it was a, a heck of a match. Wait, wait, was that kind of a dig at me? <laughs> <laughs> However, you want to take I it. I think every I think everybody yeah. had in the in the uh, in the playoff pickums. I think everyone had Ed going to the next round and losing in the next round though, because no one had Ed winning the whole thing. Um, it's okay. Which is but, surprising. It's, but. And no one had Scott Barber either. Like our two former champs, no one picked them to win. Uh, all right, Eric, uh, This since this is the end of your tournament run, it is, uh, we're sad to see you go, but this is your time to say anything you'd like. 
Um, so uh, <clears throat> first is uh, listen to the Benchwarmer Trivia Podcast. Uh, that's where you will find me less than before, but still there. Um, <laughs> just, you know, kids and stuff get in the way. So fun. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but outside of that, um, two things I want to say, and it's actually music related, is I went to a concert and saw my favorite band of all time. Um, they Nickelback? have not taken over number one. No, okay. never. Anyway, yeah. Um, Blue October, <laughs> right? Blue October is my favorite band. If you do uh, not know Blue October, if you've not, they are probably just, I feel like not enough people know about them because anytime I bring them up to people, they don't know who they are. They know their one song from like the 2000s. Anyway, yeah. so I'm not one that listens to opening acts, but I saw this band and I mentioned it. I think it was on a Patreon thing. But anyway, if you're looking for new music, um, Blue October, if you've not, if you don't know who they are, they have new stuff coming out all the time. And then this new band that opened for Blue October that has blown me away, and I've been their biggest fan since about a month ago, is Beatnik Bandits. So look them up. Um, I, I just, I, I'm not getting paid by either of these people, so just don't think that I'm connected to them in either way. But they are, are amazing, and uh, look them up definitely. Cool. Always love to hear about new music that I have not heard before. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's Adam, and I'm John. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke.